Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody, and welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Matthew Leach talking Atlanta Braves with MLB.com's Braves beat reporter, Mark Bowman. Uh, Mark, you are coming to us from Washington, D.C., where uh, you don't want to overstate it, but it feels an awful lot like a really enormous series for the Braves. Um, now, some people will be listening to this after, uh, after the series is over, but uh, how big a series is this? Um, for for the Braves, um, I mean, obviously in the division, but really in the wild card race as well. Yeah, I mean, they cannot uh, continue to play 500 ball uh, the rest of the way, uh, and, and assume that there's going to be a playoff spot there. Not not assume or to even ex- expect there's going to be a playoff spot there for them. Uh, you know, they they have been quite fortunate to be able to to do that here for a few weeks now, uh, and and even with the Brewers' troubles, even you know claim a tie for that second wild card spot a couple of days uh, recently, but you know, they, they have got to get on a roll. They've got, like you said, they've got this three-game series in Washington this week. They've got three more against uh, the Nats next week. Uh, you know, we, the division race is what it is. If there's absolutely any chance of them winning the division, they've got to win all six of these games based on what we've seen the last couple of weeks. So, you know, at any time, it, 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 it's quite difficult for any team to win six straight Against another in the span of a you know uh, a week or so, but uh, especially from what we've seen against or seen from the Braves the last couple of weeks, they just have got to find a way. And you hear it time and again, and, but but it's it's the truth. They've just got to find a way a, a way to uh, win every series the rest of the way out. Uh, you know, yes, it'd be nice if they could could uh, match up against the Nationals and and make make things interesting down the stretch. Um, but uh, you know you, you want to win these games not only to get in a wild card, but also you know if you do get in the wild card, win that wild card game. Maybe if you match up against the Nationals, uh, maybe you still have that mental edge, mental edge that they've uh, created by dominating this this season series between these two uh, division rivals the last two years. Yeah, are the Braves the only team that looks at the schedule and says, "Oh right, Jordan Zimmerman and Steven Strasburg this week." <laughs> yeah, you know, especially Strasburg. You know, Zimmerman is a guy who they have uh, they've had a chance to see here and there. That they, what really has been uh, their recipe for success has been Strasburg and, and Geo. Um, and and Geo is not going to be pitching here in D.C. this week. Um, you know, 
Zimmerman, it, it's been off and on, uh, but but he's had more success against the the Braves than, than Geo. Um, you know, to the opener, um, you know, going up against Fister. Uh, Fister's a guy who has given them uh, trouble here this year. The one start that he's made against them, and uh, he struggled here recently. But but uh, he's a guy that, that you know, if they see him again next week in Atlanta, it's good to get a couple looks at him just in the event that maybe you do see him during the postseason. But, but uh, like you said, uh, they are one team who, when they look at the schedule, that they, they enjoy it when they get to see Strasburg. You had a, a piece recently about um, the way the Braves use Evan Gaddis, and it's sort of an interesting question because we've talked some about worries about him physically, how he holds up, um, is he wearing down, uh, and yet at the same time, you know, there's now the, the – perfectly understandable and reasonable notion that they want to lean on him more because he's one of their key bats. Um, how does Freddie Gonzalez kind of manage that balance between, on the one hand, a guy that you worry about wearing out, on the other hand, uh, a guy you need in your lineup when you're scratching the score runs? Yeah, I mean, he, he, one way, um, I, I think the one reason they're going to do this is that they do have a couple off days coming up and the three-game series there in, in Dallas in which they can use Gaddis as the DH. Uh, so that that allows him to get some of the rest and keep his bat in the lineup. The interesting thing is how does that how would Evan get through this week's series in D.C. because Wednesday during the series finale that would be his sixth sixth straight game and that's something that, that he has not done. Um, it, it's a that last game of the series is a four o'clock start, uh, so it's not even you know complete twenty four hour turnaround. Um, the one thing I can say is Freddie. It, you know, toyed with this idea, and it, the announcement was made uh, Sunday morning. Uh, he met with Gerald Laird and and, uh, and basically told him, you know, look, I don't know how much playing time you're going to get the rest of the way. And, and Laird's playing time was threatened with the promotion of Christian Bethencourt anyhow. Uh, but he just laid it out to him and said, look, I'm going to lean on Evan Gaddis, who, you know, less than tw- uh, 12 hours earlier did a game-winning home run against the Marlins. Um, you know, Gaddis is bad. His, he hasn't had the same kind of consistency during, here during the second half of the season that he did during the first half. But he, he is that one guy in that lineup that, that uh, has still provided some instant offense, especially the last uh, couple of weeks. I think it's at one point that with that Marlins home run, that was his fifth home run in a span of like 60 at-bats. And, you know, if you look at this, the, this team's offensive struggles, it's uh, – uh, you said it, Matthew. I've said it. It's a it's a team that's built to to provide power, and they they've been powerless for the most part, uh, especially during the second half of the season. And it's sort of a it's a there's all kinds of complications here because I mean obviously the Braves are playing for a postseason spot here, but you know, there are also some some questions to be established for for 2015 at, at, at catcher. I mean, it's, it's such a complicated thing because it, you know, there, there is this question of, is Gaddis the catcher next year? Is Gaddis somewhere else next year? Um, is there any pressure or urgency or anything to get some major league at-bats and innings for Bethancourt to find out whether he's the 2015 catcher? I mean, can they even – I guess the question is, can they even be really addressing that while they're in a pennant race, or is that something that just necessarily has to be put off? I think that that's something that that's going to have to necessarily be put off. Um, you know, especially just the testing, like just just to put him in there, just to put him in there. 
I can't see them doing that. At the same time, I do not see Gaddis catching every game the rest of the way. I mean, and if it comes down to putting either Bethancourt or Laird back there behind the plate, I think Bethancourt will be put back there. And, you know, do would they like some more time to to see whether he is ready? Yeah, sure. But I think that the time that they saw uh, when, when Gaddis was on the DL in the June first couple of weeks in July, I think they saw enough there from Bethancourt to, to say he's ready. And Eddie Perez said it the other day. You know, time and again, you'd hear, you know, this guy is skilled defensively. He's not ready. He's not this. And you'd hear from uh, some some scouts around the league. He's a little bit lazy behind the plate. And Eddie Perez, I remember him challenging him a couple of years ago. But but Eddie a couple of days ago told me what I saw from him and in, in, when he was up in June and July was he had the passion. Um, so, you know, they, they've seen the talent. They saw him uh, prove productive while he was on the field. And, they, and they, they start, they're starting to see a guy who is maturing, you know, as a young man as well. So I, I think that they are pretty confident he's ready, you know, if they're able to make a move. Um, you know, I, I know I repeatedly said they'll try and trade him, and I, and I do think that they will try to trade Gaddis. I, I've even heard again within the last couple of days, you know, maybe you move him to the left field again next year. Not when I say that, I will say that is just something being proposed again. I mean, that, that's just something, one of the many things you talk about. Um, I'm not saying that that's a def, something they would definitely do. And, and if they would, the big fear remains. You know, he had a negative 10 defensive war out there last year. It's a liability. The question is, you know, does he hurt you as much out there or any more than he has um, behind the plate? Um, and, you know, how, how much, you know, how are you affected you know, with your other outfielders. So um, there will be some changes made here, uh, whether that means Gaddis has moved, uh, traded to a different team, which I'd say is probably more likely, or sent back to the outfield. Um, there will be changes made, I think, that it will allow Bethancourt to, to get, begin the next season as the starting catcher. Can Gaddis affect that decision at all over these final weeks? In other words, if he, if he kind of – bounces back, shows that he's strong, shows that in September he's still got something in the tank, reminds them of what he offers at the plate. Um, is anything going to hinge on kind of what they see from him over these last few weeks? I think that probably could, could influence some decision. But, you know, I think the, at the end of the day, uh, he's going to always have that big body. He's going to be uh, – you're going to fear when he might break down. Um He's limited. He's always going to be limited from a defensive standpoint, especially in comparison to Beth and Court. Um, I, I think all of those things are, are going to remain. If he goes on some kind of tear and continues to, you know, carry puts this team into the postseason and continues to be a fan favorite, though, um, or, you know, or I shouldn't say continues to be a fan favorite, but adds to the uh, the love that the, the fans have for him, then, yeah, I guess there would probably be some a little more hesitation uh, when it comes time to move him. But uh, from a strictly uh, planning and, and baseball, uh, if you're thinking just about the future from a baseball standpoint, um, I, I don't think any of the factors are going to change all that much. There's some uh, tried-and-true front office wisdom, though, that says if you listen to the fans, soon you'll be sitting with them. So Yes, yes, I, I think so. You're right. You're right. So hopefully they're not listening to that too much. But anyway, um, Mark Bowman, thanks for 
stopping in the chat uh, on MLB.com Extras, and thanks, everybody, for listening. Catch all of the second-half action on MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service. Watch every out-of-market game streamed live online or on the go in true HD. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 14 subscription, allowing you to watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.